Welcome to Leading from Alignment, a weekly podcast from Converge Coaching, where our passion is to help you lead better, lead longer, and enjoy it more. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, coach, and mentor, John Popolewski. How are you today, John? Hey, Jim. I'm doing good. It's good to see you. Good to visit with you as always. As always. Yes, it is. Good to have friends, for sure. Really so we, we, as I look out my window, there's a strange sight today. It, yeah. it isn't completely stark white. It, it isn't like I'm looking at a black and white. I, I, I'm, now when I open it up, it's Wizard of Oz after Dorothy opens the door in the land of Oz. There's color, there's green, there's flowers, there's allergies. And you and I both know after senior pastoring and pastoring youth pastoring, summer provides some certain opportunities and some certain challenges. So why don't you, right. why don't you tell us about episode 187 today? Where are we heading? Yeah, sure. The title of it is called Preparing for a Time Off This Summer. And this is actually... Uh, the first of a two-parter, uh, Jim. When this uh, comes out, it will be will be nearing uh, the summer months, and uh, and boy, it is a beautiful day today. It feels like summer. It's uh, <laughs> great, today. and we yeah. love it here. Uh, you know, if you're a pastor here in Michigan, the 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 summer months can be intriguing. You know the uh, the lakes, the, the lakes in Michigan, the beautiful oh. lakes are are, yeah. are like weekend magnets that yeah. draw your people away in what seems to be droves sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure pastors in other states where summer seems short, uh, like it does here, can relate to that. Uh, yeah. It's interesting, Jim, that more pastors tell me in July they want to quit yeah. than in any other month of the year. And that has held true for, I don't know, 10, 12 years. Yeah. Uh, we get the phone calls in July saying, "I think I'm done. Uh, I think I'm in transition." I think, and um, and and it's interesting <laughs> that when we say, "Hey, let's just wait for four weeks and see how you feel," we'll talk about something else. Yeah, and uh, and that feeling seems to pass. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about that, and then um, in the next episode, want to talk about how a pastor can actually prepare. For their own time away uh, yes. this summer. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd like to do that over 187 and 188. Uh, awesome. Today in 187, um, I think what I'd like to do, Jim, is deal with a leader's thinking or process or perspective on summer. Um, yeah. just, a, just a little bit ago, you told me that in, yeah. in summer, pastors, it seems, it might not be, but it seems that pastors work twice as hard for half the results. Yes. And yeah. I wondered, did you unpack that thought for a bit? What yeah. Do you mean by I, that? I, I think if we're not careful, the things that we measure are the things we see above the surface. So we, we see grass, we don't see roots and, and we value the growth, right? We value numbers that speak of, of success in ministry. We want to see numerical people attending. We want to see dollars given. We want to see programs with enough leaders. We want to see, healthy, ab abundant things. But here, here's the problem is, you know, if you work in a factory six, seven days a week, eight, 12 hours a day, no windows, and you got the family cabin up north, um, and the kids are out of school, and, and you've got your two weeks vacation, uh, you know, I, it's hard to blame people for being healthy enough to take time off, enjoy right. their family and make memories. But that, it, that doesn't mean it, it helps what we see above the ground as leaders in a, in a church. It, it's a very difficult season because, again, it seems like you were twice as hard to achieve half as much. You could put 
you know, tw- twice as much energy into a big Sunday, but there's half as many new people and, and a lot of your regulars are gone. It's just, it's hard to get traction and consistency over the summer. So if, if you can't focus, if it's not a good time rather to focus on what's above the ground, it's a great time to focus on what's beneath the ground, the roots. Yeah. So one of the things we did in, in youth ministry that followed me into senior pastoring is we do not fight summer. It, it, yeah. it has a culture all its own. That's so good. I, I like to think of surfing, even though I've been surfing once and it was terrible. But I, I that that thought of, you know, there you're fighting a wave or you're surfing a wave. Summertime is a wave. You you don't create it, you can't manipulate it, you can't change it. It, it is what it is. And you yeah. can use it to create the momentum that that specific wave creates, or you can stand there and get pummeled by it and wonder yeah. if you should ever surf again. And I think that's what's happening in July is we're fighting this tide of of summer. And don't celebrate it. Enjoy it. Facilitate yeah. it. Let let it be your servant. Don't let it be your master by by taking other things that are just as valuable in October. They're just harder to do in October, but you can do them now. So that, yeah. that'd be my suggestion is look at what you can do really well in the summertime. And, and trust me, you'll be healthier in the fall. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't know who told me this, Jim, but I was, a I was probably 30 years old and uh, yeah. a lead pastor and uh, in distressed <laughs> that, that people were gone in the summer. And I don't know who it was, but somebody tapped me on the shoulder at some event and said, Hey, John, people need to go on vacation, you know? Uh, And I thought, okay, that's, that's true. And it, and it took a (laughs) lot of the pressure off that I was basically self-imposed pressure for me. Now I know that I know that in, in some churches, that's not always the case that sometimes that pressure is coming from external sources like, Hey, where is everybody? Yeah. Uh, and the underlying message is what's wrong with you as a leader, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but so much of my, my, uh, struggle with this whole thought process about summer and how to look at it was, was really self-imposed, uh, was coming from the inside, not really from outside pressure. Yeah. Um, and, and Jim, you mentioned to me when we were discussing this idea for the podcast that that maybe summer is the time to grow deeper yes. and, and wider. And I wondered, you know, if it would be good, a good use of our time to talk about, I know there's a lot of ways that we could unpack this, but I'm I'm thinking about two ways or two two mm-hmm. main areas. And I'd love to uh for us just to focus on that for the remainder yeah. of our time, if that sounds all right to you. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a couple of ways. I got yeah, I got a couple of ways. Yeah. And if, you know, <coughs> if you've got something you want to add, we can, yeah. we can do more than two. But I think, I think the first thing that's on my mind when it comes to summer is just going deeper and wider personally. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, a time to, to really focus in on your walk with the Lord more than more than ever. Uh, one of my clients said this to me, and, I, and it made so much sense, Jim. He said, I'm I'm going to live at the pace of my people during the summer. That's I'm a beautiful work. thing. And I thought, yeah. wow, I love that thought yeah. process. He yeah. says, uh, things slow down for our people in the summer. The church calendar slows down yeah. in the summer to a large degree. And I'm going to just, go, you talked about going with the wave, right? I'm going to yeah. go with that, that yeah. pace. And so I think if we do, that opens up some opportunities for us, right? 
to, to yes. spend more. It sounds so simplistic, but spend more time with the Lord and really developing that inner part of our our life. Because I happen to believe yeah. this, that if God is getting ready to, uh, to pour out wonderful growth on us in the fall, man, we better have our internal yeah. life fortified enough yeah. to, ha- to handle that. What do you think about that? That idea Absolutely. about get to work yeah. on and walk with the Lord. Well, and, and think of just the opposite. Like I'm frantically, I'm not working on the depth of my own heart with Jesus. I'm frantically trying to reverse what feels like decline. And it's not. It, it's for those that are, are watching, they're, they're, all churches grow in a camelback rhythm. So there's spring, it goes up, summer, it goes down, fall, it goes up, winter, it goes down. That's the normal camelback growth. So yeah. if it goes up in the spring, Easter, Mother's Day, man, I'm a good pastor. We're successful. June first, eh, you know, the, the, yeah. the plane is crashing. Well, it's not. If 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 you haven't been around long enough to compare this year's numbers to last five years' numbers, then right. you really don't know if you're growing or, or shrinking anyway. Because a good Sunday doesn't mean you're growing, and a bad Sunday doesn't mean you're shrinking. But you're right. When it comes time for fall, and that people are they're wanting to get back into a good rhythm. They're, our kids are back in school. Bedtimes are there. Vacations are over yeah. with, and they're beginning their new normal. Now that's where we lose a lot of people. Because we're so tired from overworking all summer long that we forget to really prepare for the back to school, the new thing, the, the yeah. series in September, October, that's just the best series of the year where we want people to come back and establish those rhythms for the next nine months because they came in the fall. They'll be there for the next nine months back to June again. So we're not saying ignore the summer, but, but if you focus on we're going to grow this summer, you're, you really are fighting what is a, normally a downward trend. And like you were saying, if you, I did the same thing. I said up north, don't go up north. Frankenmuth is evil. You know, West Branch has fleas. You know, uh, I, Mackinac Island, there's, there's fires there every day. I just, you know, I would just make a joke. You go to Mackinac Island, may the fleas of a thousand camels infest your armpits. If you go up north, you know, and it's just kind of a joke, but it was a passive aggressive joke, you know? Yeah. So I, I just decided, hey, I hope you guys, just so you know, we're going to make things simple this summer because we want you to spend a lot of time with your families. We want you to make memories with your kids. We're going to, we're going to facilitate some of that. We're going to have a campfire night. We're going to have an all night prayer vigil out in the woods. We're going to have a, uh, we're, we're going to do a one series all summer long. So it's going to be, you know, uh, we do like uh, why is greater than what all summer long, you know, recruiting and releasing. We did the Romans, all 13 chapters over 13 weeks we did, but it's a, it simplifies my preaching schedule. And if you miss one week, you kind of know what you miss because you missed Romans 3. You read Romans yeah. 3 and you come back for Romans 4. So people stay connected even if they miss several weeks. But that thought of just keeping it simple, not fighting it, uh, right. applauding, blessing people as they go away for two, three weeks, they, yeah. you're a better pastor. And then when they come back, they come back not feeling guilted because they've been gone, not having missed anything because you've been preaching a series, not you know having to, having to feel like they've, they've betrayed you in some way. So bless yeah. them. And you may have to simplify some things. Your children's ministry may be simpler in the summer. You may get rid of small groups all summer long. Yeah, I know and there are, are a lot of churches. There are a lot of churches that do that. Um, yeah. And so, and so I would say if we, if we could look at summer as an opportunity for yes. us to work on ourselves, <clears throat> yeah, uh, our walk with God, you mentioned it a little bit ago. You didn't use these words, but you, in, in essence, this is what you said uh, to work on our most important human relationships. Yes. yes uh, because absolutely. there's more time, there's more daylight, you know, there's yeah. more daylight to go for walks. The weather's better here yeah. in Michigan. It's more conducive yeah. to that. 
And, and and then I think also looking at summer as an opportunity to just care for your 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 yourself, body, mind, yes, and spirit, right? Taking care of yourself. I get more exercise, gym. I get more exercise in the summer than I do in the winter. Yeah. Um, yeah. just a fact of life. And uh, Laura and I, the weather's been so good the last uh, five days. Laura and I have been out for two and a half yeah. hours every evening. Um, it just, you know, my sleep is is pretty much better, you know, when I'm yeah. doing that. So, so we want to encourage you to have posture towards summer. That's not focused on where mm-hmm. is everybody? Yes. But where am I? Yeah. This is an opportunity for me to recalibrate, uh, to yeah. refresh. And we're going to talk in the next pod about vacation, your vacation and how to get ready for that. Um, yeah. That's one area, the personal side. Jim, what's the organizational side? Now, you've given a lot mm-hmm. of like like some ideas about simplifying yeah. and things like that. But what about what about this idea? I'm really interested in your thoughts. Is summer is it potentially a good idea for summer to be a time where we evaluate? Yeah, where we evaluate our systems, um, maybe our, our our structure somewhat in preparation for, for fall. What do you think about yeah. that as maybe a, yes. a solid idea for summer? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, if you're watching this, it makes sense if you're not just that pulling the bow back, the, the tension increases with the greater amount of you know time and energy you put into it, then you let it go. And that that same, you know, the arrow shoots based on the tension. You could take summer and say if if failure wasn't an option, we could do the things, we could afford the things, we have the right people. You know, what what would what would September, October look like this year? And I think they make a mistake. They think, you know. We're going to make this new New Year's resolution. We're going to look at the calendar year. And I, there's something to that. But the church doesn't operate on a calendar year. There's not much difference between October and February. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. deer hunting or something like that. But right. once that once that rhythm is established in the fall, it will carry you all the way through back again to late spring, early summer, back to June. So I, I do think it's I think that's the best time. Probably not for your finances. Probably not for your giving statements. You know, right. a fiscal year, a business year is different. But a ministry calendar I, I believe wholeheartedly that that summertime, take some walks, grab a canoe, float down a river, drive up north or drive, drive through Ohio. You don't even need your steering wheel. It's just flat and straight. Go, you know, Take a nap while you're driving. No one would know whether Tesla or not. But that I get my best ideas on a lawnmower. I get my best ideas mm-hmm. on a long walk or a long run. I get my yeah. best ideas driving across something where my brain's occupied, but not that part of my soul. I don't have to think about this, but there's nothing else to think about. And so I begin the feel like that's when God talks to me is when I'm quiet in certain places. So those those are great times to refocus, recalibrate. And then too, everybody has time. So let's say you're going to start a new ministry. You need a new leader for that. Invite them over to your house for dinner. If you got a pool, if you got a dog, if you got a yard, if you got a, but that you're sharing, you can you can go till 10 o'clock at night. It's still daylight. And so you, they come over to the home, you share your heart, you share your vision because you have the time to do that. So I... Trying to keep a normal schedule 12 months out of the year, I, I think, is is not a natural or a God-natured rhythm. I, I don't think we're created to go, you know, seven days. I, God created seasons for a reason. Right. And I, I think if you're fighting summer, uh, even if you live in Arizona where you nobody wants to go outside, it's kind of like their winter to us here. Um, yeah. The kids are still out of school. You know, rhythms are, are everybody's off. Everybody's going to travel when the kids are out of school. So I... It is a great opportunity or a terrible lie to tell yourself that I'm not a good pastor because our numbers have gone down in the summer. It's artificial self-imposed failure and it's not real. So we would encourage you to look at maybe some systems, 
uh, yeah. and, and evaluate. I, I, have, I have an idea or two there, Jim. Here's a system that yeah. I think the summertime would be wonderful to evaluate, and that's your guest experience. Yes. Yeah. Guest experience, you know, and, and, and here's some things, here's some, some reflective questions in that area, you know, just asking yourself and your, and your team, you know, what is the current round trip experience for guests? Yeah. And what I mean by round trip is from the parking lot to their seat in the worship center and then back to the parking lot. Yeah. What does that round trip look like? Is it a pleasant experience? For yeah. guests, I, I think a, I think this a great guest experience is structured to reduce a guest's anxiety. Yes, yeah. And so, thinking about is it hard to find parking? Is it hard to find yeah. the entrance? What What do they experience when they walk in? Is it are are the people who are are greeting and helping to direct traffic? Are they pleasant? Are they hospitable? Are they yeah. friendly? Uh, are they are they friendly without being weird? Um, yeah, <laughs> right. Is the signage is the signage? Yeah. is it easy to look at? And uh, all all of that. What yeah. what is the experience? Where are the gaps? And yeah. and in crafting, I like to call it a flawless best experience. Yeah. Um, is totally within your power as a leader. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money to do it. it, it what it no, costs no. is a lot of mental capital, yeah. um, a, a lot of thinking capital. And so here's some of the things I think about when I when I go to a church, when we go to a church uh, to consult, I mean, we go into that s- scenario as guests. We yeah. go on a Sunday yeah. and yeah. we want to feel, what's, what's a guest feel like? We walk... It, we don't tell anybody we're there. The only person who knows we're there really is the lead pastor. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and so we secret shop. And here's yeah. some of the things that we're looking for. You know, again, is there is there adequate parking? Do I know which door to go into? Um, yeah. Is the building clean? Yes. Is the outside appealing? Uh, yeah. How are the greeters? What's the worship experience like? Is language yeah. being used and and are that I don't understand? Are things happening yeah. that I don't get? And is that being explained, or is it right. just being assumed that I know the secret yeah. code, you know, yeah. to the language and the and the activities that are happening? Um, you know, so is it easy for me to take the next step, like filling out a guest form? Uh, you know, and then on my way, what's, so these are just some of the things that we look at, you know, is it, is it easy? Is it anxiety? I don't know if anxiety free is possible, but is it a low anxiety experience for our guests? Jim, what do you think about, about that as a, maybe an area to explore in summer in preparation? Yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great idea anytime. But again, you probably if you're backing off of certain things, it gives you bandwidth to do some other things. Correct. Get, getting ready again for the September, October decisions to to re-engage or engage in church as, as a normal rhythm to your family. So, I, yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, all of that is good. I think even beyond that, if somebody did fill out a card, how long did it take for someone to respond yeah. to that card? Uh, what is your Correct. guest follow-up? We, we have a system now where somebody gives a gift, any gift. They put 30 cents in an offering envelope that costs us 35 cents. 
they they get a, a you know a note of some sort saying you know you're a first time contributor we're so grateful you know that you've seen the vision too and but you just but yeah all those things we're first time guests the experiences um, pastoral care follow up training uh, mm-hmm. again I I think in the summertime so when people be on vacation trainings don't have to be twelve weeks long they can be you know we one summer we did leadership training on Sunday morning for twelve weeks that's what we did. And now you're not all leaders here, but we're hoping that someday every person here that's on the receiving end will be on the giving end. So we're going to talk about 12 things we value in our culture for our leaders. And I did leadership training all summer long. So people knew what a leader was expected to do. And, and if they wanted to or not, opportunities were given on a regular basis. So anything like that, I just, just, it, it's the, to me, summer's the best season of the year. That, that three weeks in Michigan, we call summer, but that 12 weeks, you know, of our calendar, we call summer. It, it is a great time to grow better, to grow deeper, to grow wider yeah. will come. If you do the summertime work in the summertime, God will do the fall time work in the harvest time. And if you're not ready for it, then, you know, people show up in September, October, you're not ready for them. No one called me back. I'm confused. I, I couldn't find the bathroom. It smells funny. You know, mm-hmm. the kids are screaming. I couldn't pay attention to the sermon because it was so hot. You know, all these things that what people would say, I don't want to go back again. I would say this too, you're online experience because the go. front door of the church is no longer the front door of the church you right. it is it's you know churches in fenton you google it something comes up you click on a few you see what the service looks like it, i mean if you want to make a drastic difference in your visitor the number of people that would actually visit your church take the summer and make the online thing better yep. just the online would pay dividends off in september or october right. so and i would suggest jim that you don't work on three systems in the summer no 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 just pick one yeah. Just pick one. So it could be yeah. the guest experience, the online experience being part of the guest experience. It could yeah. be maybe this summer you're just going to say, hey, we're going to take a look at our playbook. Yeah. As, t- as a team, let's be brutally honest. What plays are working? Yeah. yeah. And how can we make those even better? Yeah. What plays aren't working? Why aren't they working? Do they need tweaking? Do they need maybe some resourcing or maybe do they need to be sunset? And so we're not telling you to look at all the systems in your church during the summer. Please don't do that. Yeah. Because you'll go into fall crawling on your your hands and knees. But but I do think it's an opportunity for a leader to take a look at maybe one system and say, we're going to really take a good, long, hard look at this and see how we can make it better so that when we yeah. get to the fall, that, that, that system right. rocks out. Absolutely. Yeah. Great advice, John. Thank you. Yeah. Good stuff. So, so Jim, yeah. and that kind of leads us into next week uh, where I want to talk about uh, how to get ready for a vacation. That might seem like, why? Why are you guys even spending time on that? Well, it's because my, of my own experience. Yeah. Uh, difficulty learning how to relax on vacation. And in hundreds of conversations over the last year of pastors saying, man, I went on vacation and the whole thing blew up. I went on vacation and yeah. I wasn't prepared for this. I, do, I don't know how to get ready time off. And so I'd like to spend 188 uh, talking about that. So Jim, yes. would you wrap us up? 
Yeah. So I, back to the thought of how can we help you? Because that's, that's what this podcast is for us is, you know, useful instrumental things that, that help you lead better, lead longer and have better fun, you know, more fun, enjoying the fruitfulness of it. So um, sometimes like, I don't know what to do next. I, I wouldn't know. I, I cannot walk into my, my church for the first time because I've been here for 20 years. I, I won't see it. I, I don't see it anymore. It's there, but I don't see it. So things like the consulting side of this, where we come, we do send the secret shopper and, and a report is drafted to tell you this, these are the areas we think we can help you with. Just calling and saying, hey, what's everybody working on this summer that maybe I could get a part, a part of a, a group of guys like John would know, we would know the people that are working on those things. What series, what's the best series you ever preached? Just anything that Converge can do to help you. Or, hey, I got this idea, but I'm not sure if it's a good idea. Go to convergecoach.com. The first thing I'll come up is a links page. 30-minute conversation with one of us or one of our teammates, and uh, we'll help you with that. We we exist for the purpose of helping you enjoy, grow, be fruitful as a leader. So we'd love to be a part of that miracle of summer 2023. And uh, if you're in Arizona, man, you're, it's almost Christmas again. So hang in there. Another six months, and we'll be, you'll be able to go outside without dying. So, But here, it's beautiful. So God bless you, our dear listeners and watchers. We're praying for you keep going. It, it is Tuesday and you haven't quit. That means you're a leader. So God bless you as you continue to lead from alignment.